It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, family? What's good? Hey. Well, y'all looking all sad. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup. We ready to do this? Nah, man. Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
Business Vibration Radio. Tonight is Thursday, July the 30th, 2020. Tonight we're in the Apple Valley studio with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the Greater All Nations of Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible study sessions. Tonight we'll be having your listening ears as we are learning what best saith the Lord tonight. Yes, yes, and yes, we'll be learning from the man of God. What the Lord has given him tonight, it's all about the word of God, learning, leaning, and depending on Jesus and his holy word, because that is our navigation, that is our roadmap to get to God's kingdom. Without the word, we won't know how to navigate and how to gauge our lives. We have to learn all that. The only way to learn it is to read the Bible, to get an understanding, to read what God has in store for us, to get an understanding. God said my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Reading is fundamental. The more that we read, the more that we understand, the more knowledge that we have, the longevity in life we can have. Because once we understand the word of God, we have a chance to not only understand it, but to do what it says. We have a chance to follow what it says. Learn what it says and let it manifest in our lives. We have that opportunity tonight, every night, every day. We have this divine favor on our lives. Every day we wake up, God has a divine favor on our lives. That's why I keep saying his grace is sufficient. Well, for me it is. How about you? Do you like listening to the word of God? Do you like reading the word of God, understanding talking about it, fellowshipping about it, learning from it? Well, I do. How about you? What do you like? Well, every Thursday night we're here to give you what thus saith the Lord. We're here every Thursday night. We're here live on the air. Dr. Moore is teaching you, giving you what thus saith the Lord. He's, these lessons that he is speaking to us are all fitting to this dispensation we're in right now. And it is so great that we have a chance to learn about these different lessons and things of that nature. It is so amazing that we can learn from these lessons and what it needs to be. This is awesome. So if you're ready for the Word of God tonight, as I am, then why don't you get out your Bibles, KJV, NLV, um, New King James Version, whatever, Amplified Bible, whatever Bible you have, get it out. Let's study the word. Get out your notepad, your pencil, or your pen. Write down the scriptures you can study and keep. Let's get ready to be spiritually fit. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen in Radio Land, the man of the hour, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Arthur Moore. God bless everyone. Again, God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. This is Dr. Moore coming to you once again. Thank God always for uh, my announcer, praise the Lord, bringing us on, praise the Lord, and just giving you a little tip of the iceberg, praise the Lord, from the Word of God. We're going to get right into the Word of God tonight, but I'm going to ask you, amen, remember that we're still in the epidemic. Be prayerful. Lives are being lost, as you know. And I guess that would be okay, but every life that is lost is not on their way to heaven. That's what is not okay. So let's pray for one another like never before. Thank God again for this opportunity to come from Blog Talk Radio 
Amen. And all the other podcasts uh, that we are partakers of, we are so grateful to be able to spread the word of God. Tonight, amen, we are going to come from Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse 1 through 8. And it reads, it says, And it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were found, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yea, his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the Son of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man were great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continuously. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord says, I will destroy man, man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and the creeping thing and the fowls of them. For it repented me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. The certainness of judgment. Judgment is certain. We can't get around God's judgment. And as the Bible is teaching us tonight, It came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, daughters was born unto them. And that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Had no regard for the spirit of the Lord at all, do what they wanted to do. And in certain amen, it's fulfilling right here in our day and time, amen. Mankind still don't have no regard or no fear for the Lord. They don't what they want to do. They went into daughters of men, and they, they were found. They were beautiful women. And they took them and made wives of all which they chose. They did what they wanted to do. And the Lord says, my spirit will not always strive with man, for that also he is flesh. God's spirit is not going to constantly tolerate with flesh. 
sin brings punishment to the guilt. And the grace and mercy of God, it brings salvation to all that believe it. Noah found grace in the eyesight of the Lord in a wicked generation. In a generation in time that nobody was not serving the Lord, but really Noah and his family. By faith, Hebrew 11 and 7. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. He moved with fear, preparing an ark to the saving of his house, by which the condemned world and became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith. God was getting ready. It's to destroy the world. But there was one man found grace in the eyesight of the Lord. And that was Noah. The world, amen, today is still weak. And we are looking at it every day of our lives. And we really can't say we're improving very much from the time of old until now. Sin. What an interesting paradox. It is a small word in the English language, yet it results in more devastating than any other force known to man. That little word, sin. Sin came in by disobeying the law of God. Sin is a little bitty word, but it has a force like never before. It is inviting yet condemning. It promises life and freedom. But it brings death and bondage. Sin. Look at sin appetizing itself, amen. In our generation at this time, all over the world, sin. It's promised you life. But it, it brings bondage. It brings death. While the idea sin did not originate with man, Sin did not originate with mankind. In the beginning, when God created male and female, Adam and Eve, there was no sin. Only they had to do was obey the Lord. And we were certain it wouldn't have been in the condition that we are in right now. But they did not obey the Lord. Now we are suffering the consequence of sin. Mankind quickly left the God of the garden for the God of this world. Look what sin has done. Mankind, they, they left God, the God of the garden, the God of life, the God of hope, the God of peace, 
and went to the God of the world. And the God of the world points to death, hell, and destruction. But there is hope. It's yet hope, church. We do not have to live a life of sin. We do not have to, to carry the heavy weight of iniquity through the blood of our the blood of the Lamb of God. We can be clean of our wrongdoing and approach God's throne with boldness. We don't have to stay in sin because sin is everywhere. But know about grace in the eyesight of the Lord. Noah moved with fear, didn't understand what he was done, but the Spirit of God was upon this man, and he moved with fear. And God told him exactly what to do to build him an ark. And that was unrealized in his thing inside, amen, is to build an ark. There was no rain. And I'm sure, amen, he was just out in a place where there was just dry land. God said, fill me up. How many of us is obedient? Do things unseen. Blessed is he that believeth and have not yet seen. But Noah feared God. And he began to build it up. And you know the story, amen. Noah preached for 120 years, telling mankind to repent of his sins. We look at God's reaction to man's steady decline into apostasy. Although God was patient and long-suffering, he had to pronounce judgment upon all who would not obey his commandments and accept his plan of salvation. God was patient. God is patient. Trying to get men to turn around, see their wicked ways. But that was judgment. Judgment was hanging in the balance of the scale to bring justice to the world. His commandment and accepting his plan of salvation. God made a plan of salvation. And all he wanted us to do, humanity, is to accept his plan of salvation. But look at us. We refuse to accept the plan of salvation. Well, when you refuse to accept the plan of salvation, certainly judgment must come. We are not going to get away with anything. Amen. Judgment is going to come. His furious judgment comes in the form of a worldwide catastrophic flood. Amen. Many folks, amen, think that that was a fairy tale. Believe the word of God. It was just as real as it is, amen, and some of the things that we face in amen come up on the face of this earth. While some consider the story of the flood of only as a religious myth, we will reveal 
the genealogy evidence to the contrary. This evidence supported the biblical account of a quick terror disaster, not the small flood over millions of years. We will also consider God's wonderful provision grace through faith. The Lord wanted to save humanity for a plan which God gave Noah, his family, and ultimately the human race. God wants to save us. We don't have to live in sin. In this present world we're living in now, we don't have to live in sin. We will further apply this information to see how we also must prepare our lives for the judgment of God, grace, and obedience to his commandment. When we do, God will work on our behalf and save us from certain judgment. If we are obedient, God will save us from certain judgment. Now remember in the days of Noah, those people were wicked. And all they thoughts in their imagination was not on God and how good God was, but it was continuously to do evil. To continuously to have sexual immorality. Continuously, amen, is to despite God's word. For the moment Adam and Eve partakers of the forbidden fruit in the garden, sin ruled in their heart of mankind, disobeying God, disobeying God. God told them not to eat the fruit. But amen, in their mind, in their curiosity, they amen, disobey God. They wanted to know what was on the other side. God was trying to keep them in good. But you see, the old devil, he knew he was lost. And he showed Adam and Eve what evil was. Sin ruled in the heart of mankind. Adam and Eve disobeyed God by eating the fruit. And they denied their responsibility in the act. Adam blamed the woman. We're doing the same thing today. We're blaming each other for our mistakes. Adam blamed Eve. Eve, she blamed the serpent. But all of them were disobedient. Because God had already told not to eat this wickedness. And the irresponsibility continued until the day of Noah. Nothing but wickedness. Living among your neighbors, they were wicked. You were wicked. Looking at nothing but wickedness all over the face of the earth. Genesis 6 and 5 declare, and God saw 
that the wickedness of men were great in the earth. God, amen, got eyes. God is looking all over the universe. The eyes of the Lord is in every place beholding the good and the evil. God sees everything that we are done. We are not getting away from anything. We are not smarter than the Lord. God sees what we are done. And God's going to judge us. This old flux that we're in is no good. And that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continuously. Just inventing evil. Things, amen, that they had not thought of. If they could find a way, amen, is to produce it, they would just make evil. This was in the days of Adam and Eve. But look at humanity. Have it really changed? Humanity haven't really changed, amen. Very much we are doing the same old evil things, the thinking the same old evil things in twenty twenty. I am hard that some of this stuff is going on in twenty twenty. As we look at the generation, generation, amen, supposed to better come with education, amen, and enlighten the world, amen, and it is more dumber than amen they were back in the days of um, uh, Adam and Eve. We still got that old contrary, wicked mind. Genesis 6 and 12 says in the Amplified Bible, it further describes, amen, the world as degeneration. It, 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 it was deteriorating. Look at your world today. Your world is deteriorating right before your eyes. The vast and vast still in spite of man weakness. God extend to him mercy. God is a merciful God, saying, come, come. You still have a chance, amen. God is saying, come, but mankind don't want to come. God gave all flesh an opportunity to repent. In the end, though only Noah and his family accepted God offer to redemption, to go into to the only Noah and his family. Think about the millions and billions of people that was lost because, amen, God is not going to tolerate with sin. Sin is not going to enter into the kingdom of God. Sin is an unclean spirit. And God is not going to let no unclean spirit go into his kingdom. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Our body, amen, is where the spirit of the Lord dwells at. And we must keep that spirit clean, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. God is patient. He's long-suffering. Sin, destruction, effects, effectively are powerful. 
and rich and for riches. God's patience, however, is even more powerful and even more for riches. Psalm 86.15 states, For thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, plentiful in mercy and truth. Oh, he's good. But we don't want to accept his goodness. But God is good. A strong concordian indicates that he, the Hebrew word translates as long-suffering, literally means he's slow to anger. He's slow to anger. Thank God for that. When he's looking out on all weakness all the time, God is slow to anger. While God must judge sin, it is always his desire first to extend his grace to the offering offended individual. He would prefer that the person repent of his disobedience and turn to him with a contrite heart. He would not have to pronounce judgment upon the Lord, young men, young women. God don't want to pronounce judgment upon you. God wants you to come to him. God wants you to repent of your sin, but that's left up to you. You are out there hard in your heart. You are out there getting into all those demon spirits. My God, my God. But God wants to save you. The Lord is not slight concerning his promises. As some men count slightness, but he's long-suffering toward us. He's not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. God don't want to see nobody lost. And then let me say this to you. You got a chance right now. This is your opportunity right now while you're living and while you're breathing. If you die and don't make it into heaven, you sent your own self to hell. Jesus did not send you to hell. Jesus died to keep you from going to hell. That was First Peter 3 and 9. Luke Gospel tells us a story of Jesus traveling to Samaritan village. When the town inheritance did not receive Jesus, James and John went to destroy them. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Even as Elijah did. But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirits you are. That wasn't the spirit of God. That was the spirit of the devil. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy man's life, but to save man. I don't care how wretched and how wicked we are. Jesus didn't come to destroy your life. He come to save you. But it's only left up to you. It's an individual affair. 
Mama can't save you. Daddy can't save you. Girlfriend can't save you. Wife can't save you. You got to come. And they went to another village. According to Luke 9, 54, too often individuals, too often individuals are quickly to render judgment without mercy. God, on the other hand, seeketh to be long-suffering and forgiveness. Just because, amen, you see people out there weak in this, you don't ask God to destroy them. Ask God first to save them. Ask God to put a amen, a broken heart in a contrite spirit in them that they may repent. I know they will be all of us once will be. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But some of like Noah, we don't found grace in the eyesight of the Lord. Noah world were evil. Can you say that about America? Nor world were evil. America is evil. But not so evil that it was beyond God's reach of mercy and forgiveness. I don't care, amen. It, it, yes, it's wicked, and you say it every day. But amen, God's mercy is still reaching out. God's love is still reaching out, telling us to repent. When COVID-19, look at the thousands of people that it is taken out, and it is still taking it out. But man still won't repent. They're looking for a cure. They want God to, amen, stop this going on, amen, but they are not repenting. Oh, praise the Lord. If we repent. If we repent, praise the Lord. We don't know whether God will leave a blessing or a curse and amen. But amen, mankind needs to repent. God still is a long-suffering God. Hallelujah. Too often individuals are too quick to render judgment without mercy. Nor were we evil, but not so evil that it may be beyond God's reach of mercy. God is having mercy upon us right now. As we live in this hour right now, it is by the mercy of God. God waits while all mankind have the opportunity to repent. God is waiting on mankind to repent. But only Noah and his family found favor in God's eye. Only Noah and his family found favor, amen, in God's eye, Genesis 71. Only Noah and his family. You would have thought that some other people were religious. You would have thought some other people would have at least acknowledged who Jesus was, but only Noah. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house unto the come on into the house. I can hear the Lord in the spirit right now saying, Come on into the church. 
Jesus Christ is our uh, Jesus Christ is our safe and dissolved, and he's telling us, come on into the ark. But you know, we still don't want to come. But the hour has come when God was going to rain judgment up on all the earth. And he said, told Noah, come, amen. Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee, I've seen righteousness before me in this generation. Noah showed God righteousness in his generation. God did not see it was a waste of time to wait for Noah. Constructing the ark and gathering the animals for the people, it was a period of God's grace. God, amen, allowed Noah to build it up and caused two of every kind of animal to come in. God was not impatient. He allowed all of that to come and all the animals to come in into that ark. And then the people still wouldn't repent. Judgment was nigh at the door. Judgment is nigh at our door right now. Judgment. Sometimes I think this COVID-19 is like the deaf angel flying. Judgment is not at our door. But are you repenting? You want God, amen, is to stop this, amen, COVID-19. But are you showing the Lord, amen, that you want to serve him? You want to have his plan? The certainty of judgment is here. Sin necessarily for God's judgment. Mankind continues to sin. They continue to sin. Just continue to disobey. We can tell that, amen, about the prison, amen, is being built, praise the Lord. Right here, amen, in, in our country, praise the Lord. The jailhouses are full, praise the Lord. Well, because mankind continues is a sin. Mankind is disobedient. Mankind don't want to obey the law of the land. And God finally reached the point where he repented. He made man. God repented that he made man. And they repented the Lord. Hallelujah. It repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. God got a heart, people. God got feelings. God is concerned about you. It grieved God that he made man on the earth. What did I bring? What have I produced it? That was not my spirit when I created mankind. It grieved God at his heart. And the Lord God says, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. I made him and I will destroy him. Some of you out there, amen, talking about God is such a God of love, amen, but God is going to rain down judgment. Judgment is certain. Judgment is coming on the entire world. But he just long-suffering. He's patient. He's just waiting on people to repent.
my God. And the Lord says, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. Genesis 6, 6 and 7, God said, it repented me that I made them. What did I make? I made man, but man turned out to be sinful. God says, amen, I'm going to get rid of all flesh. Now, you can think, amen, it's a miss, but the flood was real. The flood was very, very, very real. And in the scriptures, it teaches us, amen, God said, I will not destroy the world by water anymore, but this time I'm going to destroy by fire. God going to set this world on fire. My God. Judgment is coming, church. You may not pay Bishop Moore any attention, but I'm like, no, I don't found grace in the eyesight of the Lord. So I must stand up for the word of God. Even if it calls my life to be taken out of here, I must stand up for the word of God. Sin, sin. On necessity, God's judgment is holy, and he cannot indefinitely bear the disobedience of mankind. God cannot just indefinitely bear the disobedience of mankind. If God wouldn't have put Adam out of the garden, Adam would have lived, and he would have lived in sin. But God put him out. Oh, he's so merciful. Consequently, man, in the day of Noah, God judged mankind through a worldwide flood. A worldwide flood. Everything that existed on the face of the earth in Noah's time, except Noah and his family, they drowned. They drowned. Judgment was upon them. And don't you ever thank God feeling sorrow, amen, for people, amen, because they were disobedient. They didn't obey him. They continuously is to do evil in his sight. Some they know them as God, amen. They are saying they are God. They wouldn't recognize the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God brought judgment upon them. God's judgment, he judges mankind through a worldwide flood. God told Noah in Genesis 6 and 7, and behold, I, talking about him, he said, even I, I do bring a flood of water up on earth. God told him what he's going to do. Amen. Just like he told Abraham, amen, when Abraham was inside him. He said, and he come in the form of an angel, amen. God told Abraham, I'm not going to hide the things that I come to do. I come to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. God ain't hiding nothing from us. Your disobedience, amen, is going to bring judgment upon the face of this earth. God's going to wipe this earth away with fire. You may not hear me. I hear the Lord. Even he is long suffering. 
Hallelujah. To destroy all flesh. Wherein is the breath of life? If it's got life in it, amen, God was going to restore it. For under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die. Everything, amen, in that earth that was not in that ark, they died. Whether it was beef, whether it was a fowl in the air, amen, if it was not in the ark of safety, it died. And the same thing is going to happen again. If you are not in the ark of safety, when God gets ready to pull his judgment out, you're going to die. You know, death is not the last consequence to us. When you die, you're going to have to stand before the judgment of the Lord. God's going to judge you because of your rebellion, because of your disobedience. You have the chance is to do right, but you didn't do right. God's going to judge you. And the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. It had never rained before. God knows what to do and how to do it. It had never rained before. This downpouring literally Clean the world of evil, leaving only a righteous family and the many animals that had come aboard into the ark. God had to clean the earth. God cleansed the earth. God can't take filthiness. God's going to clean the earth. I'm talking about the earth that we're living on. The earth, amen, that we live in on right now, God is going to clean the earth because it is full of sin, full of unrighteousness. It is full of hatred. Amen. God is going to clean the earth full of prejudice, full of evil, of all kinds. God is going to clean the earth. I'm saying to you tonight, beloved, the ark is Jesus Christ. The ark is the only place that you can come into and be saved. Danger is all around you, but you've got to come into the ark. Some individuals may doubt this event happened. It doesn't believe if somebody said, well, I don't believe that. The word of God, amen, is going to stand forever. It don't take no effect on, on 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 the word of God because somebody said, "Well, I don't believe it." If God's word said it, it, it's so. It don't make no difference who you are or what position you're in because they said, "Well, I don't believe it." It don't change nothing because you don't believe. It happened. Yes, it rained 40 days and 40 nights. It literally cleansed the world of evil, leaving only the righteous family and the many animals that had come aboard the ark. And amen. But there is a strong genealogy evidence that a mass flood did occur. Yes, I'm sure it did. In chapter 2 of the book of the Evolution, when 
fact became fiction. Rick pointed out that disposal of greatly important to study the flood because water formed all deposits. They looked at the rivers and they looked at amen at the way the earth had shaped and they knew amen that water had come up on the face of the earth. Scientists study that. He further stated amen that rather many small floods a million of years form cemetery ladies a single catastrophic worldwide flood from them. Just saying amen. Yes, it was a flood. You can try to deny it if you want to, amen. But you just go look, amen. Go to Grand Canyon. And look, amen, how the rocks are cut out. God it was a flood. A plant of animals must be replenished, running to the fossils. But the fossils have been found positioned. There is important by the evolution claim these lay more took a long time to form. Evolution, amen, wanted to try to say, amen, these things took a long time. For God destroyed the world. And he's going to do it again. Addition, cold, deposit point for the biblical flood. Organic matters undergoes intense compassion, created cold deposit. Evolution claim, amen, this Pressure occurs slowly, one billion years. A worldwide flood, however, expanded. This phenomenon. It was water rose over 5,000 to 10,000 feet above sea level to cover the highest mountain. God destroyed the world by water. We can't deny it. I don't care what evolution tried to bring up. Amen. We can't deny it. God said he, he did, and God did. But let me give you some good news. It's a way to escape the last judgment of fire. It's a way to escape. Man has ensnared himself in sin. Like an animal, he's caught in a trap. We ain't no better than an animal, amen, being caught in a trap. We are caught in the trap of sin. He was doomed to die. We're caught in a trap, and mankind is doomed to die. God weighs mankind in the banners and found him wanted. God weighs us in the battles, and he found us wanted. And amen, when God finds us one, amen, the result of, of finding us one, amen, it is death. It is death. God did not desire that his beloved creation should perish completely. 
Consequently, God provided a means by which men could escape death. First, God extended his grace toward mankind. He reached out for man since man could not reach out to him. Next, he allowed mankind to respond in faith to his wonderful gift of grace. Allow that. After all that he had seen, after all man's disobedience, God is still merciful. He gave mankind a choice to, to be whether or not they would follow him. God gave man a choice. God don't take your choice away from him. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. If God be God, serve him. But if then if fail be God, serve him. Make up in your mind who you want to serve. You can't, amen, those times say, you can't straddle the fence. You can't serve two masters. You can't love the Lord and love the world at the same time. You've got to be on one side or the other. Make up in your mind. Then reveal the fullness of his plan to the salvation of mankind. God had a plan for man. And that plan was to be saved to be redeemed from this old earth, to be with him in heaven for eternity. God had a plan. I won't say God had a plan. God had a plan. God gave clear instruction about now mankind could escape the tenacious of sin. He did not frustrate man by telling man, by telling him to do something without explanation. Man's obedience to God, rejected man, made possible the restoration of his relationship with God. It was not enough that Noah believed in God. It was not enough that he believed that God would do what he said he would do. Noah had to obey God's plan. And that's what I'm saying unto you tonight. Amen. You're going to have to obey God's plan. It's not enough to talk about you love God. You must be obedient unto God. My time, amen, is running from under me tonight. But I want to let you know, amen, God reveals the salvation plan and man's obedience to that plan allow mankind to fulfill his purpose in creation through the relationship and communion with God. You can commune with the Lord, but certainly judgment is coming. This is Dr. Moore tonight said, God bless you. Thank you for listening tonight. If the Lord delay is coming, we will be back home next week. That was excellent coming from Dr. Now, Don't fret. We'll be back next week. We love you. We want to say God bless you. God speed. And, oh, if you're on Sundays on Facebook, you can go to our Facebook Live page, The Blessings by Grace Radio. That's The Blessings by Grace Radio on Facebook.com. And you can see us on Sunday mornings at 1130 a.m. for virtual Facebook church. Until then, we say we love you. God bless.
Godspeed, and enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a great night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.